Cute intros? We don't have time for cute intros. Grab that pen and paper. We got to get to work. This is the day. That's it. You've done all the pre-writing. You've taken that idea from your head. You built some characters. You put them in a setting. You figured out what journey they're going on and what that looks like, at least a map for it. And now it's time to sit down and write the thing. And I say that like it's really easy. I say that like first drafts are such a simple thing. But I think if there's something in the writing process that, that is the hang-up for 99.9% of writers, and I mean honestly 100% of writers, at some point in their time, it's the first draft. First drafts are scary. They are. They're terrifying, man. Now that shit is real. It's not fake. It's not, you know, we're not just taking notes and then one day it may or may not turn into something. Like, the first draft makes it real. The first draft is the work. Like, this is the real final thing. Like, you write this and now you have the story in some form. And now it has to be edited and improved and it's vulnerable. You're putting your child out into the world. And I get it. It's scary. It's so scary that for a little while there was this kind of garbage movement to stop calling them first drafts. It's still around, by the way. Don't call them first drafts. Call them rough drafts. No, or not rough drafts. I'm sorry. Rough drafts, first drafts. It was, it was not call them first drafts. Call them zero drafts because this one doesn't count. So that's crap. This does count, Right. And I'm not saying it counts to put extra pressure on you. I'm saying it counts because when you start saying things like, well, this is my zero draft. It doesn't really count. It's okay. It doesn't really count. It's fine. I'll be fine. It's, it's not a real draft. It's just, it's, it's a zero draft. It doesn't really count. Then why are you working on it? Right? It does count. It absolutely counts. Every draft you do matters. Every draft you do counts. And again, not to put pressure on you, because here's the secret. You ready for it? Let me go ahead and debunk a myth right now about your first draft. Here it comes. You're going to screw it up. I screw it up. We all screw it up. It's why first draft and rough draft are synonyms. You're going to screw it up. You're not going to send your first draft to be published. Dear God, no. It's going to have problems. It's going to have all kinds of really interesting problems. You're going to absolutely screw it up and need to go back and fix it and tighten it and change it and do improvements. Like, that's just what's going to happen, dude. You're going to screw it up. So forget this zero draft. It doesn't really count. This isn't really, this is some practice shot. No, this is the game. This is the game. You're here. You know, own that you're going to screw it up, because you will. 
But also realize that screwing up your first draft, having a first draft that is not the thing you want it to be, is part of the process. Right? Having a first draft that's not perfect, that's part of how this game is played. That's just it. That's that's part of how we do it. That's part of how this goes. You know, there's no way around it. So embrace that. Right? Embrace that idea that you're going to screw it up. That's the first step in our rough draft. We're going to get our pen and paper. We're going to sit down. We're going to take a deep breath. We're going to call it what it is because it's a first draft. We're not going to try to play mind games with ourselves and and try to coddle ourselves with some language that will make us feel a little bit better and just are just reality obfuscation for what we're doing. We're going to call it a first draft. We're going to take a deep breath. And we're going to own that we're going to screw this thing up. Because the point of the first draft is not to make the final product that will then go on to be published and win the awards. The point of the first draft is to take all that stuff you've been thinking and all these background things you've been doing and all these ideas you've been having and turn them into your best effort at a story. And my recommendation for your first draft is not to be restrained at all, but to go nuts. Write everything, man. Write that extra side character too big. Make the setting descriptions like something out of Dickens. You know, act like you were getting paid by the word. Just go insane. I mean, seriously, go nuts. Don't go nuts just for the sake of going nuts, but put everything down on the page you even vaguely want to put down there. That's what owning that you're going to screw it up helps. That's how it helps. I'm going to screw it up. I'm just going to put everything down. Put it all down on the page. It's going to be awesome. That's the secret, right? I'm going to screw this up. Let's put everything on the page. You know why you want to put everything on the page? Because you're going to have to go back and cut. You're going to have to go back and edit. So, putting everything on the page is awesome. Because it gives you things that you can cut. It's kind of like the rule in negotiating, right? When you hear people talk about negotiating, they're always talking about, you know, always negotiate a little bit extra so that you're okay giving something up. Same thing here. Always write a little extra. So when it comes time to edit, you know there's some stuff you can cut and it's not going to hurt. Because you're probably going to find other stuff you need to cut that is going to hurt. Hey, man, I have had some amazing first draft moments. I've had moments where I wrote a play in the first draft and I thought I had it figured out. And then I realized that the side character is way more interesting than the main. And then in point of fact, the side character story is probably the story I want to be writing. And the whole thing I just wrote was kind of the exploration of the main story from a side character's perspective that I mistakenly created as my main. Oh yeah, that's happened. More than once, actually. For young writers, I think it's pretty common, because I think you get a main character in your head, and you go, that's going to be great. And then you start writing them, and suddenly there's a better developed character with a much more interesting story in there, and you go, damn, I didn't realize that was happening. It's okay. It's all gravy. It is. It's okay. That's why we do first drafts. So today is the day, after all of our priming up, all of our prep work and everything else, that we have to have to do it. We have to do the thing. It's time to write your first draft. So Matt, how do I write my first draft? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. And uh, in the tradition of this program and of me, your good friend, the working writer, Matt, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you write this thing in whatever way works for you. But I'll tell you how I try to do it. So here's the secret to writing first drafts as I see it. First of all, yeah, you want to try try to write it in the shortest amount of time possible. Note what I said there, the shortest amount of time possible, right? Now, if you listen to like Joyce Carol Oates and look for being a wonderful short story writer and everything else, some really nutty stuff comes out of her and some really impractical stuff comes out of her as well in terms of writing process, as far as I'm concerned. So she'll tell you to do it in one session. I'll tell you that the life doesn't always work out that you could sit down and write your first draft in one session. Wish you could. Doesn't always happen. Dude, it happens to me constantly. I get an idea for a story. I kind of start doing some pre-writing in the evening and I start a, uh, I start a rough draft. I start a first draft and then I get tired and I'm like, shit, I need to go to bed. Happens constantly. Happened this weekend twice. You know, I'll write part of it and then I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm coming back to that later. But when I say as short a time possible, no, that doesn't mean that you have to sit down for a six-hour writing marathon and bang this out. Especially if you're a beginning writer, a six-hour writing marathon is like me asking you to go run the Boston Marathon when you barely jog around your block, right? Like, it sounds easy. I'll write for six hours. It'd be great. It's not that simple. It's not. Professional writers don't do six-hour blocks, right? It's That's a long time to sit at a desk and type. It's a long time to try to do this. So work on it and, you know, do it in a shorter time. Maybe you will sit down and in an hour or two, you'll bang out a story. I've done it. I do it a lot. Maybe you'll sit down and in an hour or two, you'll get to a really good point, but you'll kind of feel a hang up and you got your outline there and you're still not quite sure where you want to go with it. You feel like things might be changing. Put it down, go for a walk, digest for a minute and come back. Now, again, as short a time as possible. So it might take you a day or so to think on that. Don't let that thinking take you a month. All right? this We're usually talking about shorter pieces. If you're a novel, I mean, guys, side note, if you're a beginning writer and you're trying to pound out your first novel, please stop. Go out there and write some short stories. Complete some stuff. I'm, and I'm not saying that for the sake of the world, like, oh, your novel's going to suck. I don't know. Your novel might be brilliant. I'm saying it for the sake of your mental health, right? I am your sanity talking right now, saying, please, just finish some short stories. Bang out some poems. Write some nonfiction pieces. Have some stuff that you've done so you can feel like you've achieved something instead of going, I shall write a novel. Okay, I mean, build a doghouse before you build the Great Wall. I'm just saying, it's nice to have a project to be able to point out and go, I did that. Plus, it gives you a way to test theories and play with shit. So... Write this in as short a time as possible. You know, if that takes a couple days, okay. If it takes a week, fine. If it, if it gets done in one session, dope. Right? Don't don't get too hung up on it, man. Life's going to get in the way, and if you get too hung up on I have to do this in one story, then you're going to try to force yourself to do it. And, yeah, there are benefits to that. Sometimes making yourself do things fast keeps you from hanging up on stuff. But at the same time, I've seen this personally with my practice, Sometimes sitting down and saying, I'm going to write this in two hours, win, lose, or draw, leads, leaves you with like just problematic stories that are just half-formed. I would rather go in editing from a perspective of cutting too much than trying to have to beef stuff up. 
hundred percent, man, hundred percent. And I've had some stories where I forced myself to do it in like a really short time. And I find myself having to beef them up and, and it's not fun. It's not fun. I prefer the other way. Just me. I prefer editing to be a matter of cutting, shaping, and streamlining, not a matter of going, wow, well, those two pages are super thin, and then we end up here, right? I'll give you an example of, of that kind of what I consider rushed writing, a pop culture example, right? So I recently rewatched uh, I recently rewatched Game of Thrones. I don't know why. Um, the first few seasons are always like, yay, we're watching Game of Thrones, and then the last seasons are like, why? And it's because I'm autistic and I have a completionist compulsion. So I'm watching the final season of Game of Thrones, and this is an example of trying to do stuff too fast, right? Because the logic stops leaping. You know, suddenly characters are one place, someone's 2,000 miles away, and five minutes, 2,000 miles crossed, and you're like, wait, this feels so weird and oddly paced. Right, because they rushed it. Because they rushed it. You will get the same thing if you try to rush it. So take the time you need. That's number one. How do I write my how do I write my short story? How much time does it take? Write it in as little time as you can, but make sure that it's stuff that you can do, right? You might be writing this 10 minutes a day on breaks from work. Fair enough, man. Take as many 10 minutes a 10 minute breaks as you need to get this thing written. If that takes you two weeks, that that's life. That's how it goes. You know, just just do it in the time you have. It's fine. Get over this idea. From and, and look, I, I know I can hear it now. Someone's typing an angry email about my opinion on Joyce Carol Oates. I don't hate the woman, but I think her writing advice comes from a woman who is a professor of creative writing who teaches creative writing students who this is a thing they dedicate a large part of their day to. And I think if you're working a like 10 hour a day day job with a family, that advice is not practical unless you'd like to not sleep. So you know, again, whatever works for you. Take it with a grain of salt. If you're like, Joyce Carol Oates is awesome, and who the hell is Matt Hampton? They, you're not the only member of that club. They have shirts and stuff. So, you know, do this in as short a time as you can. That's step one. Step two, uh, do I write by hand? Do I write with a computer? Another debate about your first draft. I do both. I do. Sometimes I write it by hand. Sometimes I write it on a computer. There are advantages to both, Right? Like, for the by-hand pen-and-paper analog argument, well, you write a rough draft by hand, and, you know, now you once you're done with that draft, you're connected to it. There is an argument for the visceral connection between you and pen and paper. Once you're connected to it, you, uh, you, you, you can find, you'll feel that creativity a little bit more. Maybe. Maybe not, but I do. Uh, and there's the advantage that your your first wave of edits is a little bit more streamlined because you have to take it from a sheet of paper to a computer. So you're automatically having to type it up, which sort of leads you right into editing. You're going to be reading and typing and, and converting it that way. And that's that's actually pretty nice. Now, the nice part about typing it is you have it in a usable format from the very beginning, right? You don't have to go do that. I, I like typing my stories a lot because I can type them and walk away for a week or two. And when I come back, I'm not like, oh, shit, I got to transcribe this. I don't. I just have to read it on the computer and do my edits. If I want to send it to a writing partner, I just get into an email and do it. You know, it's a lot easier. So is one better than the other? No. No, I know. Matt just said, right, as long as it takes you to write. You can do it in one session or you can do it over a week. Do you do it by hand or do you do it on a computer? Do it either way. I do it both. I'm so non-committal on these issues because these are the little things. They don't really matter. 
right? When I talk about how to write, here's how you write. You're ready to write your first draft? Sit down, grab a pen and paper, and do it. Do it. Now, I wanted to go over a couple of those things at the start, but now we're to the meat. Now we're the real juicy part of this episode. You ready? Do it. Write your rough draft. It does not matter if it gets published or if it doesn't. Right? We are too early in the process to argue about whether that's going to happen or not. And too many writers today are obsessed over this idea that the thing, the writing, the piece that you put into the world is the secret. Right? The reason you do this is to put a thingy out. I made a thingy. I made a short story. That's how I do it. I wrote 9 million short stories. Like you guys probably know, I have a, I, I write on Medium fairly regularly. And if there's one thing I despise on Medium, it's the number of fucking content monkeys that will pump out. This is my secret to pumping out 8,000 pieces of content every three days. Part of that secret is that they write about writing about content. Right? It's the most mind-numbingly dull crap you could imagine. But they pump out a lot of it. You know? Sort of like toxic waste dumps have a lot of toxic waste in them. I don't know that you want any of it, but there's a lot of it. You know, we we get this idea, this concept of it being marketed because everyone wants to be, I call it the shark tank effect because everybody wants their art, everybody wants their thing to be on shark tanks so they can make the millions and billions of dollars because, here come my politics showing just a touch, because millionaires and billionaires have sold you on the idea that you can be millionaires and billionaires so that you will continue to work your ass off to enrich them as millionaires and billionaires. So if you're doing this, Right. If you're doing this thing, if you're going to write a piece, write it. Enjoy the time you're writing. Because the secret that a lot of the writing gurus online won't tell you is you may write this piece, it may never get published, and you may get hit by a bus before anybody reads it. I know that's dark, but that's reality. You may die. This world may end before you get published. Could happen. So you need to enjoy the creation of the work. You need to enjoy the writing. You need to enjoy the process. You need to build something that you are happy with and create something that you enjoy, not just a sprocket to be stuck on the shelf at a digital content Walmart. Right. The problem, if you are one of these people like me who looks around and sees a ton of like just just termite hill like content just stacked on stacked on stacked on stacked, the, the damn ant drive, there's a reason. You got to get in and write what you really want to write. And this is that first step. This sitting down to write your first draft is the mindset challenge between writing what you want to write, what you're happy with, and giving in and trying to write the thing for the market because I've got the new Game of Thrones and everyone's going to love it. They don't. They don't want it. If you sit down to write a story that you love, if you sit down to do something fun and enjoy it, then you will be happy at the end of this process, win, lose, or draw. If you sit down to write the next great American novel, if you sit down to try to win the game of marketing and make a billion dollars as a writer, you will be miserable. 
This is your chance to play. This is why we do this. Sit down. You had the idea. You wanted to tell the story. Now's the time. It's showtime. Stage lights are on. Let's get it started. Right? This isn't the final performance. This is the rehearsal. This is the getting the actors out and doing the costume fittings and seeing what the sets look like and starting to wear the props around while you wear your jeans and your t-shirts. Can you tell I was in theater when I was in college? Because I was. Right? This is that part. That's the fun stuff. This is when we get to play around. This is when we get to try things. The first draft is when we get to explore and experiment with reckless abandon because if you don't want anyone to see it, nobody has to. Play with that love story. Play with that quirky side character. Play with your setting. Test a plot point. Try something out. Use some weird technique. Right? Maybe you've written all your stories third person, and this time you're like, I'm going to try it with a first person perspective. Do it. Go. This is your first draft. Look, this is scary to all of us, but it shouldn't be. This should be exciting. This is when the fun shit happens. Trust me, scary is when we get to editing. Scary is when we get to sending it out for publication and we know we're going to face mountains of rejection. That shit is scary. This is supposed to be fun. Your first draft is the fun draft. This is when nothing matters and you can go all out. I used to teach youth playwrights when I was an undergrad. I used to be part of a program that taught kids in like fourth grade how to write plays. Now I'm going to tell you what's amazing about kids in fourth grade writing plays. Their first draft, everything's a first draft. They don't care. 100% all out. And my favorite play, I had to pick a play. Like there was a little contest. I had to pick a play. And my favorite play appealed to this sense of wonder and fun. See, they had to write, I went to University of Missouri, they had to write about Missouri pioneers. And my my kids, one of, one of them, decided to write this play about Walt Disney, who you may not know was from Missouri. Um, so they decided to write about Walt Disney and Walt Disney creating Mickey. And I know you're going, okay, well, that seems pretty easy, Matt. How was that so inspiring? Because ninjas attacked. Right? Think about that for a minute. Think about the biopic where Walt is creating Mickey and he's drawing him and all of a sudden ninjas leap in from the windows and Mickey Mouse comes off the page to help fight ninjas off with Walt. Just get that in your head for a minute. It was awesome. Then they had fun with it and they experimented and they played. And I rolled with it, man. I sent them on. Did they end up winning the whole big contest? Absolutely not. But it deserved to be said that wherever a lot of other plays sounded a lot like, you know, school reports that were like very, like, let's talk expositionally about facts of life. And these are kids. They're just trying to learn. But this kid went all out. It was like, all right, I'll write about Missouri Pioneers. <laughs> with ninjas. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. That's the spirit you need to bring. Write your rough draft. Right? Throw some ninjas in it. I'm not saying that literally. You know, that's a kind of figure of speech now. That's common. That's a common inside joke you and I as an audience and, and podcaster have built. 
right? That's it. Throw some ninjas in it. It's your first draft. Throw some ninjas in it. I don't know. Maybe throw some ninjas in it just for hell. Who knows, man? Maybe that's the secret to getting through. Maybe I've just coined the phrase that will help you get through writing. Maybe you're writing a very serious, very deep romantic piece, and you're just kind of caught. I don't know, man. Maybe there's some heartbreak in your life, and you're having a little hard time kind of generating that passionate scene. I use romance because it's not a genre I write in, but it's one I respect. It takes just as much skill as anything else. You know, so you're writing this deeply passionate romantic scene or maybe this quirky scene where they're meeting at a cafe and the man and woman are meeting at the cafe and you're just like, ah, it's just hanging up. Throw some ninjas in it, right? You know, have them talk, have them be kind of quirky like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, I haven't seen you either. And you're like, oh, it's getting muddy. Ninjas. Throw some ninjas in it, right? I know you can tell my coffee's kicking in though. That's the point. It's the first draft. Have some fun. Throw some ninjas in it. That's that's the truth of this. The truth of this is your first draft is the time to play. You want to write it by hand, write it by hand. You want to type it on a computer, type it on a computer. You want to chisel it into a stone tablet. I don't understand why you want the extra effort, but go. You want to write it in a three-hour blitz, do it. You only have 15 minutes a day to work because you've got a family and kids and all this stuff and you got a job, do it, man. You're good. You'll get it done. The thing I'm telling you, don't call it your zero draft, because calling it your zero draft is giving into fear. It's making the thing scary before you even started it. Call it your first draft. Have some fun with it. Enjoy it. Be proud. Have fun in the process, because tomorrow you may be dead, and this thing may just, like, whatever you did on it may be the only thing you've got. Have fun with it. And when in doubt, throw some ninjas in it. Whew. The Reverend is done. All right, so now it's time to write your first draft. I, that's the advice I've got for you. Why? Because the more advice, the more checklist stuff I give for you, the more you're going to try to just meet those boxes. And first drafts are not a time for box checking. They're a time for creative explosions on paper. Do it. Throw some ninjas in it. That's going to become the title of the episode. Watch. I did. I added a completely different title. I'm recording. I'm saying throw some ninjas in it. Here it goes. Mark my words. You're going to be like, what the hell did he mean? Throw? Oh, here it is. Throw some ninjas in it. Have some fun. Explore. Experiment. See things. Be crazy. You only write the first draft for a story one time. After that, it's editing and it's revisions and it's second drafts and third drafts and final copy. Like that's now you're there, right? You only write the first draft once. Go nuts. All right. You ready? You feeling better? We started this with like, oh, it's time. You're like, oh God, I don't want to write the first draft. I don't want to write the first draft. I don't want to write the first draft. But now it's time. All right. So get to your table. Get your pen and paper. Get ready, okay? Mom and dad are going away for the weekend. They left way too much pizza money. And you have an irresponsible, legal drinking age older older sibling. Call over your friend's characters. Call your idea. Bring the brain dump down. Bring in your setting. Grab that outline. That's a, That's the plan for the party, baby. That's the plan for the party. We're doing Jello Shot Karaoke at 1.30 in the morning. It's on there. Get it all together. Parents are going out of town. 
It's time to have some fun. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, grab your keyboard, grab whatever it is. Get that extra helping of ninjas ready. Keep those ninjas in the background because you might need to throw some ninjas in it. Get ready. It's first draft time. So grab your stuff, sit at your table, on your marks, get set, and go. Thank you.